Hi, this is episode number 12 of Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports, brought to you by Numbers Don't Lie Productions. Today, we were honored to speak with Jake Kimball of Bush League Fundraising. They're on a big mission to save youth baseball in communities where funding has been disappearing for years. They have created an innovative way that is helping community baseball teams win with fundraising. Be sure to listen for how the Baseball Hall of Fame is partnering with Bush League Fundraising, and don't miss how legendary baseball player Pete Rose had his role in inspiring this founder of a very cool youth sports brand. Before we get into the episode, remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share this show. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about the services offered by Numbers Don't Lie for youth athletes and families, and how we can help you highlight your athlete's special skills, be sure to visit numbersdontlie.biz. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome to Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports, where we bring you insights from top athletes, their sports journey, and those positively impacting the youth sports community. If you're ready like we are, let's go! So with us today, we have a very exciting episode, and we have Jake Kimball of Bush League Fundraising. And uh, Jake, we want to welcome you to Highlighting the Best of You Sports, and thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. How are you doing? Man, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. This is a really exciting opportunity for us, so uh, we're really proud to be here. Yeah, again, again welcome. We're, we're excited uh, that we were able to find you and, you know, the world of social media, uh, see you guys advertising and talking to people, so we're excited that um, we were able to identify you and kind of see, learn more about what you guys do with fundraising and how you're helping um, organizations and families and, and athletes uh, in their uh, youth sports fundraising. So why don't we start uh, by you telling us a little bit about yourself and uh, your background and, you know, Bush League fundraising and how that came to be. Yeah, sure. So uh, I am baseball dad. I'm the guy that uh, most guys around the country uh, that really pour themselves into what I call community baseball. You'll hear that a lot from me today as we talk. So I'm the guy that's out till two, three o'clock in the morning, lining fields, dragging fields, cutting grass, you know, loading the concession stand, making sure everything's there. Uh, many years ago, I got started at the, at the little league level, literally little league organization with volunteering. Um, over the course of my son growing up and starting in T-ball and advancing through, I was just always around these youth parks. And I uh, got heavily involved in the fundraising aspect of baseball. I have a very interesting connection to professional baseball uh, just out of college. And so that connection to, to professional baseball instilled a love in this game for me and a desire uh, to, to really pour myself into it at the community level. The problem for me was, is I was also working 100 hours a week uh, trying to work myself up the corporate ladder. I've spent uh, 20 plus odd years in uh, logistics strategy for satellite communications companies, large uh, organizations that you might know of where you hit a button and something shows up at your house the, that afternoon and social media and, and, and a lot of different communication avenues. So I was that guy, right? I'm out for 60, 70 hours a week working. Sometimes I'm traveling and I'm also running an organization. I'm coaching teams. I'm trying to be a good dad. And I started to run into kind of the same uh, root problem all the time with baseball and that's money. 
ultimately it was why do we have to have our kids pay write a check to come show up at a baseball park and then we turn around and ask them to become our employees to make the money necessary for them to fund the activity that they want to play for love so i've got all this research i'm armed with data i'm armed with information so we've aligned ourselves with some college coaches we've aligned ourselves with some amazing uh, coaches in our county and they came to us with some with some problems one of the problems is fundamentally fundraising is kind of broken i don't know how it is in california i've not done a lot of research on that but i can tell you about georgia high school baseball programs in georgia get zero public dollars um, there's some indirect capital spend that comes from the state but predominantly high school baseball programs are self-funded being self-funded organizations means you have to be very creative in fundraising playing in the county that we play in with as rich and as talented as it is it, it costs money to have one of these big programs here it's two to three hundred thousand dollars a year to run one of these programs right so i'll give you another little piece of information the average high school in this country supports 108 different teams so think about that varsity all right, your high school right around your house. I don't know right. how many varsity teams you have, but JV, freshman, eighth, seven, six, five, four, three, two, K, right? Then you go, okay, that same high school might have eight or 10 little travel organizations or select organizations that don't wear that branding, but, but play in that community. Right. So baseball's becoming more expensive high school baseball's becoming more expensive the state's taking uh more and more money away from us travel baseball which again is a phenomenal tool i'm so fortunate that my son had that opportunity but it's also destroying kind of this community feel around baseball and it's making it very hard to fundraise right coaches go to you know i i spend a tremendous amount of time on social media in baseball groups and the most recurrent question that I see in parents groups is how to fundraise. The most common answer is go around town and ask businesses. Right. The challenge with that is when you go ask a business, more often than not, the guy's going to say, Hey, look, man, you're the 16th guy that's come through here. I don't have any money. So I sat back and started to think about this from a global perspective, from a problem solver perspective in my previous career. And I started to just really, spend a lot of time and that led me to what we're doing today which is uh bush league fundraising we started it in gwinnett county at the urging of our high school baseball coaches help us put money back into our program we built uh there's a pretty big national brand that's a e-commerce baseball store you know them. their name starts with baseball and has some some stuff at the end i wanted to build e-commerce stores for anybody that played baseball that was just like that the technology that they use, the uh, execution of customer service, the sales platforms, all of that is fairly readily accessible. It's fairly easily scalable and it's super easy to teach volunteers so that they don't have to worry about income. They can worry about building their program. We're creating passive income solutions for baseball anywhere in the country. Because as my coaches go out now and start asking these businesses for money and support and the business says, hey, you're the 16th coach that's come through here, my guys can now pull a business card out of their pocket and hand it to them and say, hey, you're part of this community. You're part of the fabric of this community. Could you at least buy a sweatshirt? And instead of a $100 donation, well, now you got five bucks or whatever the, you know, whatever the donatable piece on the, uh, on the sweatshirt is. 
and then about a week ago, we find we find ourselves in a position where we can get really heavily involved in youth baseball through the National Baseball Hall of Fame. And now I'm talking to you. So it's been a whirlwind of a week. Okay. Yeah, so let's uh, let, let's first go into a little bit of the, just the business model. And why don't you, me, I'm also baseball dad. This is actually how this company started, uh, was being baseball dad and recording uh, videos uh, of my son, uh, starting out with my son, uh, playing football, playing baseball, and that's how our company started. Uh, okay. So I, I completely get it. I was the lead fundraiser for his baseball team the past three years. We've raised over $20,000. But I know if I were to be taken out of that piece as the coordinator of it, that it doesn't go. No matter what platforms we used, uh, you got to have someone to drive it. And it sounds like you guys have figured out a lot of that piece of it. And uh, But at the same time, you know that there's still a, a volunteer needed on the other end to push it. And you've got some training in place. So why don't we just start at the very beginning. If I'm baseball dad that's looking for a fundraiser platform for my team, how do I go about it with uh, uh, w with your platform? Okay, so yeah, really good start. Uh, if if you want to start with Bush League, uh, it's pretty simple, right? You reach out to me. We're going to have a little conversation about the size and breadth of your organization and your program. Uh, Bush League fundraising works for single teams. Uh, it's not quite as financially uh, rewarding, uh, and it can work for enormous organizations. Again, the platform is something um, that there's some proprietary pieces in there that we won't talk about, but it's essentially, this, you know, this e-commerce store that we build. We have amazing brand relationships around the country. As a supply chain and logistics guy, I have negotiated fantastic pricing. So the idea is we create a sales platform. It's a passive income model. It's no different than if you were to sit on Google right now and say, teach me how to make money online. Right. The difference is, is we've got uh, some technical expertise that you don't have so that we've got some 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 heft behind our engine. So we we have a conversation about your program. We talk about your community. We try to figure out what we need and then we build you a store. It's an apparel store. It has everything you could possibly need. It's open 365 days a year and it changes with styles and designs with the season. We give you custom designs based on what's happening in your program. We make sure that, you know, if you've got a guy that's, uh, you know, running, we have, we have a customer here in Atlanta at Peachtree Ridge High School, and they've got a kid that's trying to get some looks. His last name is Gil. Uh, they had us put a Gilly Gilly t-shirt in there, you know, custom stuff like that. Again, the idea is to reinvigorate the community by wearing your brand as frequently as we can put it out. Okay. Uh, one quick follow-up question and, I'm, I'll, and I'll want you to continue, but who does the designs for uh, that branding? Does the organization do the designs or does Bush League fundraising do the designs? Yeah. So the organization is going to provide us with their origin asset package, preferably in a vector format, but if not, we can work with it. We're going to take that and we're going to, we're going to create the standard spirit wear, right? You know, the, the, the logo chest and the hat and we're going to, create the standard we're then going to extract um the the logo design you know the hound head or whatever it is and we're going to integrate it into designs that we do in-house and we have a number of them and we come out with new ones every month so we're constantly refreshing the stores new designs but yeah we we handle all the design work for you okay and if someone signs up with you um and it, it i don't know how how the platform works as far as pay and that kind of stuff but 
how many of those assets do they get from you? How often and, um, and how long until they would need to maybe re-up, maybe refresh, like you're in year four with your company and we need some new designs. Is there a, a, an upsell at that point? No, no, no. We, uh, you know, again, for, for us, it's about making sure that we're pouring back into your community. There's no upsell. Um, this is a absolutely 100% no risk model for any, any of your listeners, anybody, you know, anybody out there, uh, refreshing designs. It happens with frequency. We, we've created some automation behind our business. Uh, we have Dan, my, my, my business partner, his name, we call him double D. Uh, double D is one of the most brilliant designers I've ever been around. He is a, a visionary. Um, double D just goes to work. He gets in the lab and he pays attention. You know, we, we, we do uh, we practice something called social listening. Um, we pay attention to our organizations. We're listening to our teams all the time because we're going to figure out what's happening and then we're going to create designs around it. Uh, teams can come to us for custom stuff. There is a cost there for some of the custom work, but generally you don't need it because we're constantly refreshing some of the looks and some of the styles. Okay. Any design that shows up on Bush League Tees, we will rebrand out of the Bush League brand into your brand and we'll put it on your store so that you're you're generating revenue off of our designs another cool thing we do is we encourage our teams to design and encourage them to s send us ideas okay so let's let's go back to the business model i'm i'm a baseball dad again and and looking to work with you guys uh with my large little league organization in, in my town and and um you know we've had our conversation and how, how we want to move forward with it what, what's the business model? What's the, uh, you said no risk um, opportunity. Uh, how, how does the fundraising now come in for, for my organization? So you're going to get an online property that's going to be branded, uh, you know, to your team, fanware.com. Uh, that online property, again, is going to be your entry point to e-commerce sales. Each store is also going to get a social media property. We choose to use Facebook. So the idea is we're going to stand the store up. We're going to stand it up in your community. We're going to use a social media platform to communicate what's happening with your store. All we ask our programs to do is engage with the content that we produce because that fires our pixel, that, that fires some of our technology on the back end so that we can automate your marketing for you. So we've got a customer service team that, you know, once every five to eight days, they'll just throw something up on that page. We hope you guys share it, like it, comment, you know, the, you know, the drill. And then that helps us continue to expand your brand out from center. So and that's a, that's a Facebook page that is the organization's Facebook page that you guys created, but you're still going in to post things on there. It's not the organization's official Facebook page. It's, it's their fundraising a, page. Yes. It's the okay. fanware Facebook page okay. that ties to the, essentially it's a Facebook shop. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, so, so, you know, from a modeling standpoint, we're going to do 99% of the marketing for you. We ask you to do that initial heavy lifting with like shares or emails to your audience. Again, we want to reach into your network and we want to pour your brand out to your network. Right now tell me, so sales start coming in and yep. uh, you're, you're selling some, some uh, gear for your organization and how, how does my organization now get, get funds and what, what's the percentage cut? How does it work for them to actually start making fundraising that's coming back to the organization? So the free package, the no risk package, you know, we do all the work and we hope that you guys will, uh, you know, kind of propel it. Uh, that nets the profit at 20%. Okay. 
ends up being roughly about 10% of the, the retail price of the item is going to go directly back to the team. Okay. So a $10 shirt, a, a dollar is going to come back to the team. Yeah, roughly. And there's roughly because I know yeah. that I, I understand. I just, uh, there can be different fees involved and everything. And that's just, it's, it is what, you know, what it is as far as what, what you get back. But once it starts going and you've got people buying stuff, it's a, a reoccurring uh, revenue stream for, for the organization. Right. Yeah. It becomes passive, right. And it becomes indirect association, right? So again, we kind of mentioned volunteers earlier, being a, a volunteer guy, I've recognized that that spirit where uh, fundraising is unbelievably volunteer heavy to do. Right. Absolutely. Right? So, so that's it, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, that's the other piece. You don't, your volunteers do not engage with us. We do everything. Okay. But if I, if you do have a strong volunteer that is taking the lead on this or someone that's, um, uh, you know, want, wants to make sure everything's uh, in order and moving appropriately. Is there a back office? How do they see their numbers as far as what's selling? How many people are coming to the site? Do, what type of reports do they get? And how often uh, are those payments coming in uh, for, for the organization? You would get an email a couple of, right now it's going to be a couple of days a week because okay. of the volume that we've seen. Um, that's, you know, again, that's kind of what we're doing. Before it was a phone call or it was a text message from our customer service team because it's okay. be here in Gwinnett County, Georgia. Um, yeah, we, we, definitely. You're going to get communication with frequency. The other thing is we have automated the communication to your customers, right? When they order, they get an automated email, they get reminders, they get ship notifications, they get problem notifications. We can also set that up to route those communications back into your organization if you want somebody to monitor. Back, back to my yeah, other question is, is how, uh, what's the rhythm, what's the timeline, the frequency of payments that are, that are sent out to the organization? Yeah, they get paid monthly. Okay. That payment is going to leave here in Georgia somewhere around the 15th of the month. Okay. Uh, currently, it's a hard copy check that's cut and mailed. Uh, again, we're in development on, uh, on, on some you know, EFT-type automated payment systems. And would they get a report, uh, some type of invoice that states this amount of items were sold, here's the total amount that was brought in, and here's your cut? Yep. Yeah, they get a they get a complete report. It shows what was popular, what you know, what sold, how it sold, and then the platforms that you utilize for credit card processing online is uh, encrypted. It has all the security measures that would be needed. It, there's a guarantee, I'm assuming, for for the uh, consumers. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent guarantee. Yes, sir. So let's talk about the Cooperstown connection and uh, what's happened with you. That's actually how I found you. Was in one of the Cooperstown groups that I'm involved in. Uh, I love Cooperstown. It is uh, our second home is now there. Uh, we, we recently bought a home there. But tell us what's been going on with Cooperstown and with the company. Yeah, wow. Okay, so this is super exciting. So uh, we're, we're aligned with a company called Barnwood Sports Design out of Chicago. Uh, Barnwood's a fantastic uh, company. It's a, it's a sole proprietorship and, and they build 17 inch uh, Barnwood home plates. Uh, there's one right behind me that you can see hanging on the wall. Uh, when a team sells $1,500 in retail through their store, the team is going to get a custom logo plate uh, for now five teams. Those plates are going to be shipped to Cooperstown and they're going to be presented to the team in a ceremony at the Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah. We are then going to put the plates on your page, right? So when we talk about donation, I like to have a lot of really high uh, priced items in there. Not because we want to, you know, 
take a lot of money from folks, you know, a high priced item, 20% of a $200 plate is a fair amount of money, right? Um, that we're giving back to these programs. So we want to put those in there. One of the things that Dreams Park and All Star Village do a very good job of is making sure that you leave with memorabilia. So what we've decided is we want to create memorabilia that we can sell in communities around the country that not only benefit the, the boys and girls that are trying to play baseball in the heartbeat of, you know, heartbeat of baseball, Cooperstown, New York, but it also benefits, in my opinion, the greatest baseball nonprofit in the world. Yep. So, so your store now becomes a little tiny museum to the Hall of Fame. It's not going to be just those plaques that will be in your store. You're going to have um, the opportunity to purchase other Hall of Fame endorsed items through your store so that you're able to, again, have conversations with your kids in advance to showing up to Cooperstown about the history of the game. Right. So they'll have other stuff other than just sweatshirts, T-shirts that are branded. It'll be stuff that's related around the Hall of Fame. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, we are bringing some national brands in too. So you're going to see uh, some baseball bats in there that you recognize the names of that will be branded for your team and customizable for names on the wood. You're going to see uh, some other hard good type stuff of really, really cool national baseball brands. You said you had a pretty significant uh, connection to baseball um, years ago that really got you started down this path. What, what, what exactly was that connection? Uh, so I come from a baseball family. I've got, uh, um, uh, two uncles. My mother, my mother comes from a, a six child Irish family with five brothers. Uh, so two of those guys are, uh, one's a hall of fame high school coach. I believe he's a hall of fame coach in three different States. Okay. Uh, the other is a, a very well respected scout and hitting instructor. Um, I was not a baseball player growing up. I was actually a football player. I, okay. uh, I, uh, I, I turned my back on the family business for a while. Uh, but, but there was always an appreciation. So when I left the University of Iowa uh, back in uh, the mid-90s, I was looking to get into baseball. I just, I've always loved it. Um, I was connected with the Colorado Rockies and had an opportunity to work for them for a little while. Uh, that connection has enabled me some of the contacts that I've been able to to leverage to help us really kind of kickstart this. So Jake, uh, I read on your website, I um, and then I saw something on your Facebook page uh, today as I was doing a little bit of research here. Uh, you, you know, some some things have happened in Puerto Rico with the uh, earthquake that happened, and uh, the the name of this show is highlighting the best of you sports, and it's not only we don't only highlight kids. Um, and athletes, but people that are doing good and good things that are happening. And we always want to highlight people that are giving back and wanting to help others out. So why don't you just tell us uh, real briefly what you're doing about um, helping kids in Puerto Rico, why, and, uh, um, and, and then we'll go to our final four questions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, my, my, my beautiful wife has a, uh, just been blessed with the most amazing professional opportunity um, she is aligned with like 9,000 women on the island. Uh, she spends a lot of time with them. She develops them. She grows them. These, are, these women are just, they're, they're the most amazing people I've ever been around. Um, we, over the last 10 years of my wife's career, have developed just some unbelievable relationships there. Uh, a couple nights ago, my wife comes to me and says, hey, you're not going to believe this. And she, I could tell she'd been crying. Uh, I could tell she'd been a little bit of emotional. So she made me listen to a couple of voice messages that she'd received from ladies on the island 
One of them in particular was given to her by, I don't know how old the little girl is, but the mother doesn't speak English. And my wife and I, uh, my Spanish is spotty. Uh, so they were telling us stories of these, man, and I'm going to get emotional thinking about it. These kids are going to school every day after this earthquake and after the hurricane and, and, and the poverty and it's just what's going on in Puerto Rico. And they want to go to school. They want to learn. They don't have whistles. They're afraid their buildings are going to collapse and the, to communicate and save themselves. They want to whistle around their neck. The island doesn't have any whistles. They don't have, you know, a lot of these smaller villages that, that we know people in, you know, we're not talking the large cities in Puerto Rico. We're talking the small villages. There's no power. You know, there's no water. There's none of these things. Um, I'm also aware that fundraising in, in charity, sometimes that money doesn't get where you think it's going. Mm -hmm. So my wife came to me and she said, Hey, look, can you do on bushleytees.com? Will you do a hundred percent fundraising tea for Puerto Rico? Can you do something? These people need us. So that's what we did. Uh, we do that as much as we can. If somebody reaches out to us and says, Hey, you know, we've got somebody with cancer or we've got this or that we'll throw a t-shirt on our national brand and gosh, we hope we make some money. Uh, and that's what we're doing. We, we, every time a sale happens, my wife is getting ready to, to, to order more whistles or more, or more flashlights or, or whatever it is that we're going to send down there. Uh, we're aligning ourselves now with some charities to help with distribution because it's, you know, it's only been two days, but that's it, man. I, I don't, I don't believe that a kid should ever have to not feel safe. Right. I don't believe, you know, I don't believe a kid should ever have to not play baseball because he doesn't have money. Uh, you know, the, I, 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 I'm dumbfounded by it. So we want to do something and we want to collect, you know, community baseball is important to us. The baseball that happens in your backyard is much more important than anything in this world. And we want to connect all of these communities around the world and say, Hey, go buy a Puerto Rican flag t-shirt from us. I'm not taking one penny out of this. I'm sending everything to the island. That's awesome that you guys are doing that. And if, if our audience on this podcast um, can do one thing uh, from uh, this interview and this um, podcast, whether it's above anything else, if, if they would go and purchase uh, one of the items you have on your website, and we'll put all the links and everything in our show notes, um, uh, that would be amazing for, to be able to help out in any way we can. So thank you for what you're doing with that. Absolutely. I appreciate you, you promoting it. Yeah. If they would just go buy one sticker, $5 and 99 cents plus shipping, that's going to put whistles in schools in Puerto Rico. And if they don't need whistles anymore, I'll go back out to the Bush League nation and tell you what we're sending down next. Yep. Yeah. And we'd love to see the updates and um, on that and any way we can help, let us know. So Jake, let's move. Uh, we're going to just transition and, and close this out. We typically uh, do a final four uh, rapid fire uh, and it's typically a, relates to our athletes. So I'm going to tweak it a little bit for you. Uh, right but, uh, number one is what's your one big goal for the next year with the uh, Bush League fundraising? My, my biggest goal for this year, it's, it's a two-part goal. Number one is I have every intention possible of providing free high school baseball in Gwinnett County, Georgia from June 1st to July 3rd every year. Uh, community baseball is our focus and we're going to take back our county and we're going to keep our kids here playing ball. So that's focus number one. That's not necessarily a Bush League focus, but it's a, it's a huge strategy through a, uh, another company we run called the Gwinnett Baseball Report. Strategy number two is I want to teach as many people as possible that are like you and I, as many guys, as many moms, anybody that wants to pour themselves into their community and help them. I want to teach them through Bush League fundraising, how we can do that. And instead of having them do a lot of work on, you know, 
separating clothing and all of that madness. I want them to use social media to talk about how amazing their program is so that we can put community dollars back into your hometown and save the rec programs in our country. Every kid needs an opportunity to play baseball and darn it, I'm going to make sure that they get it. That's great. That's a great goal you have. And I appreciate you sharing that. Okay. Number two, what's the best piece of sports advice you've ever received and how have you applied that to your business? Yeah, I had a, uh, an opportunity to engage with a, uh, a very giant name in, in baseball many years ago. And he, he told me once, I was asking him for hitting advice at, uh, for my 13-year-old son at the time. And he said, buddy, he said, you compete against the game. It's one plate. It's three bags. It's a stick and a ball. It doesn't matter who's on the other side of the field. It doesn't matter if your kid's playing against the best competition in the country or the worst. If he competes against the game every day, he's going to end up where he needs to be. That day, I stopped thinking in terms of D1 and started thinking in terms of how do I make my son a better human being through baseball? And gosh, I hope he ends up playing college ball. And we made it. That's fantastic. That's great advice. Who was it, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, It was Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Yeah. One of the greatest of all time, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. Bush Lee Tees has a reinstate shirt. Go out and buy it. Okay. I, I, yeah, I may be going to go out and buy that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite athlete and why? Uh, uh, man, that's another one. I got two. Larry Walker, uh, Colorado, former Colorado Rocky right fielder. Uh, Absolutely. Just a grinder. Uh, he's a dirtbag. Uh, we're part of the dirtbag nation with Kirk and Nolan and Braden. Um, you know, he's a dirtbag. He just goes out and plays. And he, he, again, he just like Pete Rose told me, he goes out, you know, he went out every day and competed against the game, right? If he needed a first to third, if he needed something into the gap, if he needed to, you know, sacrifice, guy did it. Second one is Troy Tulowitzki. Uh, there's a fantastic story uh, in our socials about uh, my sons meeting him after a game and, and during a game in Miami. And he showed us a level of integrity and uh, compassion that I don't know that a professional ball player has ever shown me. And, and I will forever be indebted to him uh, for what he, he did for us. That's awesome. Okay. And the final question is where can people follow you and find out more about the uh, uh, Bush league fundraising and Bush league tees? What's the best place people can go to follow you? Yeah, the best thing to do right now is to jump onto Facebook and like us at Bush League Tees Facebook page and also Bush League Fundraising Facebook page. We also operate on Instagram. We do a little bit of Twitter, but I, uh, I don't spend a lot of time there. And then the other thing that I would strongly encourage anybody that's listening to you is pop into Gwinnett Baseball Report on Facebook and like that. We just secured sp- uh, sponsorship yesterday from Hayes Chrysler Jeep Dodge here in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Hayes is going to enable us to live stream 16 high school baseball games this spring right here from from Gwinnett County. We have uh, roughly 40% of the perfect game top 300 players play in our county. Uh, We want to show people all over the country what you need to be able to compete against a Division I arm because we'll have Division I uh, pitchers probably every, every show. But we want kids from, you know, JUCO D3 to D1 to go look in our county because every game will have kids of every ability that are, that are grinding. Uh, so check that out. That's, that's a really exciting opportunity, and we're starting with some pretty cool games starting February 11th. 
Okay, will do. And uh, all those links uh, we'll put, like I said, we'll put together some show notes, put it in there. And I want to just thank you so much for being with us. And I definitely want to keep in touch with you, have you back on and see how the, the fundraising's going, the connections with Cooperstown, and hopefully we'll be able to work together in the future and maybe collaborate on something as well. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. I'm sorry I'm a little long-winded, but I'm really passionate about what we do. And I want everybody to share that passion with me. A- absolutely. Absolutely. So thanks again, Jay. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Okay. Absolutely. That's a wrap on show number 12. And we want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you were able to get a lot from Jake Kimball and Bush League fundraising. Please make sure to go over to his website and check it out. And if you do one thing, if you could go and purchase one of those Puerto Rico fundraising shirts to help those kids over in Puerto Rico, that would be amazing. So uh, again, thank you for listening to Jake and his journey. And um, we think they have a really innovative service for fundraising that can help uh, youth sports and youth baseball out. So once again, please subscribe, rate, review, and share this show on whatever platform you're listening on. It's a huge help in getting the word out. If you or someone you know is interested in learning more about Numbers Don't Lie and what we do, what programs and services we offer for athletes, and how to get your athlete involved, be sure to visit our main spot at our website, numbersdontlie.biz. Until our next episode, go out and win the day and never miss your opportunity to be great. Thanks for listening to Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports.